You're listening to the Broad Street and Patterson podcast. On today's episode, our first episode ever, we're talking about the Sixers and their victory against the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the NBA playoffs, the Eagles, the Donovan McNabb comments about Carson Wentz and their draft prospects, and the Philadelphia Flyers and how much they screwed up by hiring Elaine Vigneault as their head coach. Without any further ado, here is the show. Time, the all-new Broad Street and Patterson podcast. My name is John Williams, and my co-hosts are here. Josh Sanchez and Pat Valio are in the studio. Gentlemen, how pumped do you guys get this thing underway? I am fired up. Uh-oh, we're back. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a couple months off. I graduated, so everything got a little uh, different but we're here and we're ready to go and i am fired up to talk some shit with johnny boy williams and josh sanchez i'm fired up as well i'm not gonna lie um i've had an internship in the fall i've also been running around with school and stuff like that i have to catch up with my psychology major but now i finally have some time put some time aside i'm ready i missed this last semester like last year we had something going a little bit starting and pat obviously graduated so but it's awesome to be back and I'm ready to talk a lot of shit, especially uh, on them Brooklyn Nets, man. Uh, Jared Dudley. Oh, my God. What a dud. Fucking thug. <laughs> oh, my God. What Jared, a dud. Jared Dudley. So, before we get into that, and as a boys <laughs> reference, so we formerly had a podcast called Sports Source uh, last year through Cabrini University. I'm about to graduate. Pat graduated last year. Josh still has another year here. But we decided to get the band back together because when the three of us were together, the shows were at their best. Yes. And listen, we're going to keep this going next year, the year after that, the year after that. This is going to be a thing. We're going to be a household name in the Philadelphia podcasting space. So, guys, I'm very happy to be back at it. And I'm very happy that the Philadelphia 76ers gave the Nets the fucking dick this series. <laughs> <laughs> five games that's all it took to extinguish the brooklyn nets and jared dudley's ugly ass how do you guys feel about the sixers and how they played in the series you know going into it i wasn't feeling good about it game one obviously they laid a big ass goose egg and left that one there for us to sit on they came back ben simmons took the heat came back in the kitchen and wanted it all he wanted all the smoke ben simmons took all the smoke and had a great game, too. Jimmy Butler played a great conservative role-player role in the last couple games here. Joel played like he needed to play in game two, four, and five. And Toby's being Toby. Uh, I'm still a little fed up with him, but hey, <laughs> we'll see how he goes around here in the next series versus the Raptors. We need him to play big and stop shitting his pants and show up, man. I hated you on the Magic. You went to the Clippers. I didn't like you there either. I became optimistic when you came here. You played good the first two weeks, and then you just started sucking. Now you look like a bag of dog shit playing. Like, figure it out for me, Toby. Help me out. Help hey, me out, dog. He's starting to play a little bit better. Bobby, I mean, though. Bobby is a real thing, though. Bobby is our whatever Croatian beast. Giant. I, I don't know. man, the, we got. Hold up. I need to see. He's from like Slovenia, dude. Wherever Bobby's from. Just give me all. Give me Bobby all day long, our mountain man. He's like the mountain from Game of Thrones, but he's the NBA version. Bobby. So I'd like to just acknowledge that whenever I go to Google Bobon, 
like Google autofill automatically goes to Boban Marjanovic's wife. <laughs> so hold on. So he's from Serbia. I need to see what his wife looks like. I think I've already seen her. I'm pretty sure she's like four foot ten. Militia Christic? How tall is she? Holy shit, she's short. <laughs> I mean also Boban's like the size of God only fucking knows. Oh, okay. Good for Boban. He is such a weird fuck. He's just so fucking ugly. He's I love him. He's the man. I love Boban so much. Um, Josh, what did you see from the Sixers in this series? Uh, in this in this series, what I saw was resiliency. Um, game one really showed us like the Sixers like ending the season. You can tell like we we were ending flat. Like we we knew we were going to get the three seed, so we didn't really like push or we didn't really like care towards the end of the year. And you saw that a lot. We lost. We had a couple losses to end of the, to end the season, but. And that really translated to game one. But what I saw was I saw after we took game one, game one I was hot. Like it wasn't it wasn't like like the Nets were out playing us like talent wise. It was just our effort. There was no effort. Like I watched watching the film, Simmons, half of the plays, he just stood at the three point line. Like we already know you can't shoot. If you're just gonna stand out in the three point line, there's no need to you might as well just sit on the bench. Like yeah, quit dilly dally yeah. and figure it the fuck out, man. Bottom line. Like, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. You're supposed to be the best player, generational <laughs> player. Learn how to shoot the goddamn ball. Do something other than a hook shot and a spin move in the lane. I don't care if you need to create. I don't care if you need to like learn how to do a step back jumper, a sweep and step back, a sweep and double sweep and like pull up, whatever you can do. Figure out how to at least make a mid range shot, Benny boy. You yeah. drive me up a tree. And Joel is fucking Shaq. You are Kobe. You need to figure it out. We need you here for the long run, dog. <laughs> but but yeah. But then and then we saw them take all the criticism in game one, and they when they flat out balled the rest of the series, and they showed everyone why. Like again, we got we got Tobias Harris. We got we got um Jimmy okay. Butler for a reason. Like we got this Donovan yeah, Simmons yes, for yes. the first overall pick, Markel Fultz. <laughs> and he doesn't play at all. Jonathan Simmons, or oh, hold on a minute. Jonathan yeah, Simmons. Greg is... Popovich is wonder from the Spurs, and yeah. he signed a max deal with Orlando, and then now we got his dumb ass. Jonathan <laughs> Simmons Markel might be. Markel Fultz, stupid pussy ass for his stupid, immature, not wanting to be a man, not wanting to take the pressure on this. And I was talking, I was getting mad about it earlier today, thinking about it. Uh, yeah. uh, it just frustrates the hell out of me that if we trade him. Well, now he's in Orlando. He's in Orlando. So I saw him. him sitting on the bench last night, smirking. <laughs> Look at that Kawhi Leonard bust his ass last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, Markel, see you next year. Let's see you do something. I don't care. Oh, he's already a bigger, better NBA player than Anthony Bennett because he has a triple-double in a 10-10-10 and 10 game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he... he... Oh man, I, I mean, my, my my best friend was so big on him. I was so I, big I was on him like, too. That's why I wanted to sit here and I was, in the face. I was just like, no, I don't see it. I I, I don't. I I wanted us to get Tatum, but anyway, that, that's a whole different topic. Back mm-hmm. back to the series though. Like that's what like Game Four was like the difference maker between this year and last year. Last year's team, we would have probably lost Game Four because we all we had was Sim- Simmons and Embiid, and if they're not going, the team is not going. Yeah. So I I think if this team last year the Nets we would have probably we would have probably went six six or seven games if it was just Simmons and Embiid but we got Butler we got Harris for a reason and that's why we won Game Four and that's why we steamrolled the series because we, we, in, in terms of talent there's no like the Nets like yeah like Levert honestly Levert's like, good is he hell. if he's gonna be a free agent he's I want we need to get him in the offseason. he could be our backup 
Well, he's an well, RFA, so I mean yeah. the Nets can match it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him a lot more yeah, yeah. The Nets would. can match it, but still, like, I would, I would definitely look, give him, give him a look at least is as he, like our backup. Yeah. Or, or uh, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, because yeah. he killed he us. Balling. Russell Paul or Seton Hall, he was balling in college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell was awful. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell. Russell last night. Yeah, yeah he was. Russell no, he had an awful series. Him. Joe Harris only made well, he only he made a couple threes game one, but then he shot I think like 0 of 16 throughout the rest of the series. He did make a three in game five. It was like his first three in like four games, but but Joe Harris was awful. Russell was awful. It was literally Levert and Dinwiddie a couple of those games, and that was it. Like that was literally the Nets' offense without the pick and roll game. The our yeah. pick and roll defense though was atrocious. It is. It Shout is. out uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, Chester, Pennsylvania. I played in high school. But, uh, it, <laughs> it is. It's so bad. That's the only thing I'll take away from this series. Our pick and roll defense is so yes. bad. But but Brett Brown wants to take away the three. So the you gotta you gotta give with the bad. Like you gotta just. Well, live another with thing the bad. we can take away from this series is that Jimmy Butler came to freaking play and is yeah, playing some yeah. good ass defense, and we're gonna need him to ball on Kawhi yeah. and not let Kawhi get away from him. And Ben Simmons is petrified of Kawhi for some reason, so Jimmy's going to need to put his ball sack in and get ready to play some D this round and not worry about the O and let him be just dump on Marcus All series. So I have a bunch of things to unpack from everything that was just said in the mm-hmm. few, for, last few minutes. First of all, Jonathan Simmons. <laughs> I can't watch this fucking guy. I can't. Like, I've never seen such a shitty player think he's like a 10 when in reality he's like a fucking 2. Like, Jonathan Simmons iso ball is something that nobody should ever have to fucking watch. Like, what am I watching? D'Angelo Russell on the him. D- how did how does one guy go from underrated to like extremely overrated within like 6 months? Like he is not that all he listen, he is young, maybe he'll grow into it, but he is one of the least efficient fucking players. In the league. Dude, he's been like this since college, since at Ohio State when he was doing this stuff there. Got drafted. He was supposed to be over, like, you know, we, we wanted to pick him. We picked, we should have picked freaking Ja instead of D'Angelo Russell, which, no, what did we pick? Ja 3 and Russell was 2? Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. So we could have gotten Russell. Taken no, I, 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 I should have taken Chris Tash, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, either Porzingis or, I, I mean, I feel like Russell would have been a good fit in our system. Like, I, I don't I don't think he would have been as a ball hog, cause, especially with Embiid. Because in, 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 like watching the game, Embiid calls for the ball a lot. Yeah, he, he calls he for the ball. The first, yeah. like five possessions of the game. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> eight possessions. Yeah, of he's the like game. he's like give me the ball, let me work yeah, down he's low. Like, give me the ball the whole first like yeah. ten minutes of the game until they took until I they think... took him out of the game until they put Boban in and B called for the ball mm-hmm. every possession. And Jimmy didn't even get a touch. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. didn't even get, think about touching the ball. Tobias Harris got the ball before. Yeah, he did. And Ben's yeah, just, yeah. like, doing the same old, like, run up the court a thousand miles an hour, stop at the free throw line, pick up his dribble, stay in there, try to pass it to Joe or Jimmy or to- Toby and see where it goes from there. Or JJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I always forget about JJ. He, speaking of him, him and I him and I got to talk later after the season because he need to take a pay cut. Yeah, or just don't come back. Yeah. I'm on team JJ. Don't fucking walk near our practice facility in Camden. Like, No, nah, he wants to be, be here or he wants to go to Brooklyn. Well, the thing with Brooklyn. I is- also heard that Toby wants to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, well, he's isn't he from like like the yeah, Brooklyn yeah, area? Yeah, I know JJ Reddick lives area. in Brooklyn. I don't it, know about Toby. If, if Tobias Harris gets an offer from the Sixers, he's gonna stay. No, if he stays, because yeah, well, I mean, wherever Bobby goes, Toby goes, or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we a, love Boban here. That's Bo- another yeah, Boban lock Boban in <laughs> yeah, here. Lock, long yeah, term, yeah, four yeah, year deal, ten million dollars, no money, long years. See, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. 
Do we want Boban yes, though? Like we need really? Him. I know like we John, want our best. Amir Johnson wasn't our backup center for the past two seasons. Amir Johnson. <laughs> Listen, the man thinks the basketball is like a rugby ball. He airballed a sky he, he, he airballed a six footer hook shot on James Harden. Amir Johnson. <laughs> Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson went on vacation over the All Star Bright. He was on his Aruba. cell phone. And my Amir Johnson's been on vacation for three fucking years. Yeah, he has been. Since, he, since he left Boston. Amir Johnson went on vacation yeah. to Aruba on the All Star break. And my girlfriend's parents saw him there and said hello to him. And nobody else said hello to him at, on the whole vacation he said <laughs> other than them. That's how irrelevant Amir Johnson is. He, that's how irrelevant he is. That <laughs> nobody in a national resort knew who he was. Yeah. Irrelevant. No, listen, I'm not saying re-sign Amir Johnson. He was also on his phone, too. Well, I'm saying that's why we got Boban. Oh, yeah, his, his phone was about his, listen, his kid or whatever. Amir's a free agent. Monroe's a free agent. Boban's a free agent. Greg Monroe shouldn't even be allowed to play the sport of basketball again. Period. Garbage. Game, it's a shame. Did you see game four? Yeah. That man was breaking the – Simmons was setting him up with dimes, too. And he would just like, play him. <laughs> he was like a baller in college, too, which, like, baffles me. Like He killed us, though, at, in Boston Series yeah, last no, year. Yeah, yeah. He had, like, a five-minute stretch where he just killed us. Yeah. He had, like, Him and freaking uh, Kelly Olenek. Yeah. It's funny. Because, like, I thought, like, oh, Greg Monroe has to be, like, 35 years old. He's 28. How the <laughs> hell is he only 28? Yeah, he's exactly, exactly. He's 100 years old. Uh, he just needs to, like, now, he's not playing next year. I can't see him playing next year. Yeah, no. Uh, he, you don't know, though. You know, Jimmer Fredette just got signed to play in the NBA again. Anybody can play in the NBA. <laughs> it's weird. But my point with Boban is, is he enough? Like, listen, he's a great offensive player, and he's fun to watch. I love watching him. But he's enough to be backup center for us. Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of want somebody who's going to be better defensively because I could fucking score on Boban. No shit. He can't bend over. Like, he can't bend over. He can't even fuck. He can't like, slide this, his feet this is either. what I don't get. He's seven foot six. What is, is he like seven foot six? What he's the hell? seven what three. You, seven which three. I think is a load of bullshit. There's no way he's only an inch taller than Embiid. There's no He's probably seven way. five. I'll say, well, right, we're going to go seven five. There's, you can't expect him. Did you Have you seen the guys who have been like that big? But dude, Anybody bigger I'm not than Shaq has not been that. able to play. I'm like saying that. in the paint. There was a play, I think it was in game two, um, where Joe Harris, who shot a wonderful 19% from three this yeah, series. Not yet 19%. Joe Harris drove in on Boban. Boban puts his fucking hands up, and Harris lays into him and still makes the shot. Like, Boban, what the— like what the fuck's his like vertical? Yeah, I, like he should be able to fucking just put his hand inches. at the rim and just be like, no, like you're well, not gonna fucking yeah, score. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Brett Brown is is telling him. Just literally, if you literally just put your hands up, <laughs> you're like, gonna alter the shot. You're thirty some odd years old, Boban. How the fuck have you not learned this by now? Like Joe Harris is what six I, I, I mean, seven. I mean, you got you got to take the good with nah. the bad though. Like I mean, his rebounding. I like I love it. Like he literally gets rebounds on four people, and everyone's yeah, just trying to saying. get the his ball. rebounding and offense is just yeah. You need you his need defense that. is you fine. We'll have somebody yes. make up for it. Majority of the centers in the NBA aren't that good offensively. Backup centers, realistically, Aaron Baines, except for when he plays us, he's never missed a fucking shot. Yeah, <laughs> true. When you go around the league, who's the backup center for the uh, Bucks now? It's not Lopez is hurt, right? No, no, Lopez no, no, is he's healthy. Playing. He's been doing really good. Uh, I'm not going to lie. is hurt. Meritage plays four, though. No, no, no. He's playing. He, yeah, no, the Bucs looked really good, honestly, but the, the Celtics are scaring me. Well, we'll, we'll get they to that. They look really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, I, but know, also I know, I know pace, you want to stick to Philly. Yeah, so. no, but also the, the fucking Pacers have, like, who's their leading scorer? Um, yeah, 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 I know. Bogdanovich? I know, but... who, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I like, I like on this team <laughs> instead of J.J. 
Like, give me him. Like, but my thing with oh, Boban, and, my, no, and this no, is way no, no. too J- much. J- J- we need JJ. This we is know. way too much fucking time talking about Boban on the first ever show that we're doing. But fair, fair. with that right. said, I, when it comes down to the salary, we're maxing out Jimmy. We're maxing out Tobias Harris. We have limited funds. JJ literally, like, I could go find a fucking six-year-old that could blow by JJ on defense. Yeah, but you need his shooting on on. on I know, but, offense. like, I'd rather invest that money, that $13 million that we're paying JJ, I'd rather invest that in a Danny Green or Bogdanovich. Paul Gasol is their backup center who's 39 years old, so comparing Boban to 39-year-old Paul Gasol, I think but it depends. a good backup center. It depends. Yeah, I don't think Boban's a bad center. backup center, but I also think that somebody's going to pay him a lot fucking more than we could or we should. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I, I mean, what's yeah. his contract? Is he a free agent too? Yeah. Him, him, Toby, and Jimmy are all free the agents? The only players that are yeah, on the and, Sixers and, that and aren't Scott. free agents are Simmons, Embiid, and Jonah Bolden, Zaire Smith. Yeah, it's pretty God, much it. Don't get me started about Zaire Smith. That's another day we're talking about him because I'm going to just like, well, well completely go I, I, honestly, I'm not going to say anything about him until next year. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm hey, listen, him, as somebody with him, every fucking allergy that that man has, yeah. I empathize with him. Oh, yeah, you and your allergies. Yeah, <laughs> so shout out to peanut, people allergic to peanuts. Next. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> the Toronto <laughs> Raptors, they wrapped up their series yesterday with a 115-96 win against the Magic. So, I keep seeing this stupid fucking stat all over the place on Twitter and everywhere else, Sports Center. Kawhi Leonard is 13 and 0 against the Sixers. Fucking wonderful. You know what fucking team he beat for the three years? Gerald fucking Henderson. He beat fucking Isaiah Cannon. Like, <laughs> can we just stop this bullshit narrative? Yeah, the Sixers lost three of the four games this year to the Raptors. The one game they won, Kawhi wasn't in the lineup. But I got news for you. Two of those games weren't that, like, the nine-point loss in Toronto, whatever, and then they lost uh, by 12. But fucking TJ and um, what's the guy they traded? Muscala were in the starting lineup uh, that Scott, game. Yeah, yeah, so, like, don't give me this Johnson's shit. An idiot. How, why would you, I'm sorry, why would you trade... Uh, Zubac. Zubac for Bro, Mike Muscala. Stupid. That's why. That he, that's why he stepped down from. <laughs> yeah. I, I anyway. And that, I, that I, old, I get, no, like, that, that's you're fine. talking about Mike Muscala. I'm just like he's, he's bomb garbage. Yeah, no, he's oh trash. God. He sucks. Um, I I'd honestly would have rather kept Justin Anderson than play Mike Muscala. <laughs> yeah, tell you same. The truth. I agree with you 100. 100. Real quick here, going over the Raptors roster. There's only four dudes in the whole team that I don't know. So they're pretty they're pretty deep when you go and look at it. I don't know who the hell Chris Boucher is. I don't know who Sounds the like hell, a fucking hockey player. Yeah, I don't know yeah, who the yeah. hell Jordan Lloyd is. <laughs> and I don't know who the hell Eric Moreland is. Yeah. Well, the thing with the Raptors, they Yeah, Jody Meeks, former Sixer, speaking of yeah, Jody, uh, Meeks. Jody Meeks. <laughs> Jody Meeks averaging and, uh, a nice six point four minutes a game in the, the great playoffs. Insanity, yeah. Jeremy Lynn. Yeah. Jeremy he Lynn. might light us up. I'm really worried about Danny Green. He was he was what worries me the most. Well, the, Danny Green's going to come in and shoot the lights out better than J.J. Redick. The Raptors have an eight-man rotation. So they have mm-hmm. their starting five of Leonard, who obviously is a monster. Pascal Siakam. He's, he, yeah, he's, he's been he's a most improved player of the year. Monster. Improved player of the year. Yeah. Average 22.6 in the first round. Yep, yep. And the Magic I, I, are a I'll, good I'll defensive team. I, I'll, I'll get to him. I, he, he's going to be one of our keys. Like, 
Like I, I, I think what Pat we got to mix Simmons and Butler on Leonard. I, I think Simmons defensively yeah. did a really good job on Russell, so I think that he's going like he needs to keep it up. Him and Butler just take turns. I think yeah, I'd rather have with with Leonard. They have to. I'd rather Kyle, have... Kyle Lowry. He's going to be a no show every postseason. <laughs> he's a no show. All he does is chuck up threes. Every it's every postseason. I'm not scared about Kyle Lowry. It, it's 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 Siakam that I'm scared of because yeah, yeah I think he's going to like if we can if we can stop him. I mean, because it might like that's just what I think the key the key matchup is going to be is Siakam. I think Embiid's going to have his way with Gasol. I think Embiid's even like I'll, I'll take a 70-80% Embiid over Gasol any day. I, I think Embiid is more athletic. He's going to give Gasol a good run for his money. I think Lowry, he's not going to show up. He never shows up. Now, Lowry does a lot of like the, the non-stat sheet plays, like draw charges and stuff. I'm kind of nervous, though, with Ben and Kawhi because Ben Simmons averages over eight turnovers a game when he's matched up against Kawhi. Like, that's why we lost against the Raptors. Eight turnovers by himself? Yeah, he had, Holy shit. He, he had 11 turnovers the first meeting. He had nine the second meeting, and then he had, like, seven the third meeting. So, like, if you do the math, it's right around eight turnovers a game. Like, Yeah. Well, the I, while we're talking about we can't turn the, the ball series, over. We we cannot turn the ball over. That's with this a team. huge thing. We can't. The other thing, like you said, I'm not too too worried about Lowry, but at the same time, I can't like completely ignore him. Yeah, he did shoot only 32 percent from three, so like whatever. But the Raptors only had three players score at least 10 points a game in mm-hmm. the first round: Leonard, Siakam, and Lowry. Ibaka had 9.4. He was their fourth leading scorer. Marcus all sucked. Yeah, like he, you know who averaged more points. This fits on brand with you guys, um, so far through this podcast. You know who scored more points a game than uh, Serge Ibaka in the first round? OG Boban Marjanovic. Yeah, Boban. Oh. Yeah, Boban. Yeah, he now, would, he's gonna do good too off the bench. He's gonna have a good series too. Yeah, well, I, I don't they're like, gonna play yeah. small ball against the Sixers, which and, and, they're pr- most likely gonna do. I mean, and that's fine. We uh, and and we could play small ball. That like like the thing is with small ball, like what we did so well with the Nets was I remember in Game Three when they went small in the fourth quarter, we went small because we didn't have Embiid. Yeah, and Simmons just took over. But the difference is the Raptors have Leonard that's going to be on Simmons. Like I'm worried like there's about no other business. Yeah, I'm worried about in a small ball lineup though. Siakam playing center and Boban having the cover Siakam because. That is not going to end well. <laughs> but <laughs> Boban could literally, if they do, I don't understand what the fuck Kenny Atkinson was thinking, leaving Boban wide open from the free throw line, like the entire series. <laughs> yeah, the entire but series. But he's money. Yeah, he's like, cash. Like, he's literally just cash a fucking money. straight throw. Yes. Like, all right, fine, give me that fucking shot. Like, I don't know, man. I Coming into the playoffs, I would have told you there's no way the Sixers beat the Raptors. I think Right I think now? Can. I'm saying Sixers are winning this series in six or seven games. Um, I I, I would say I would say Sixers in six. I I, I don't like a game seven in Toronto. No shot. Do I like game seven in Toronto, dude? I I think I think no shot. Do if, we win game but seven in Toronto. I I will feel better if we come in game one and win game one. We need to come in there and we need to show everybody that we're legit. Sort of like what. We gotta take one of the games in Toronto because, like, sort of like what OKC did when they took on the Warriors a couple years ago. 
Like in 2016, yeah, they ended up blowing the 3-1 series lead, but they came in game one <laughs> because everyone was talking about, oh, Golden State, they've won all their matchups against the o- Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, like they're talented, but they're not as good. They came in the game one and they showed everyone, look, we have KD, we have Russ, we're legit. And I feel like that's what we have to do in this series because in the regular season, they kicked our butt. They did. They flat out kicked our, they kicked our ass all year. So we need to come in there game one and show, hey, it's not going to be like that. Lowry, you're going to go 0 of 7 from 3. You're going to brick every shot that you take. Simmons going to need Simmons going to need to score some points. Like get be aggressive and not turn the ball over. If he turns the ball over more than 8 times, it's going to like that gives Toronto more opportunities to shoot the ball. Yeah, they're a deep depth team. Got very good defensively. Rebound the ball well. It's just have to be we have, we have to make a statement. We have to make, make a statement, statement game one. Real quick game here, one, statement though, game. Going off of what Josh said, how about my boy Dame Dollars on Russell Westbrook last <laughs> night? <laughs> Woo! How about Dame Dollars? Sorry, had Dude, to get that on my yeah, side, that man. shot was 50 make fucking crazy. 50 make buckets. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's arrogant ass doesn't want to talk to the media. Oh, I'm too good to talk to the media. Next question. Next question. Next question. You thought. Next question. Hit the links, boy. You playing golf, Russell Westbrook? All right, sorry, I had to get out of my system. Back to Philadelphia. <laughs> so, <laughs> with the Raptors, this is my thing, though, man. Like Game Seven in Toronto seems scary. They have not been a good home team in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they suck in the playoffs. I remember when they lost to the freaking Nets at the buzzer. Remember Joe Johnson at the three to win Game Seven? Yeah, that they, was like twenty, like whatever, twelve. That was years ago, but yeah, no, I mean they've I mean, won. Year, they've been in the playoffs like every year. Since they've only won the four of their last eight home playoff games. They suck, and the, they suck in the playoffs. Bottom line, they are like the freaking who are they like? The Dodgers. The Dodgers, yeah, the Dodgers. There you go, can't get over the hump. Yeah, the Dodgers, the Nationals. I was gonna say the Nationals. I was gonna say the Nationals. That's what I was thinking of. The Nationals are really the Raptors. They got all this goddamn hype in the regular season. They're supposed to be the best team in the conference, best team in the National League. The, whatever, light, whatever. the, the Lightning's the lightning. turning in that, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, let me get my noose off my neck. Pardon me. Um, they, uh, yeah, they suck. Like, they yeah, suck it, at home. Yeah, the they're, they're turning into, like, the old Capitals. Because, yeah, you know, the Capitals yeah. are before they won. Yeah, that, they the turning Lightning, into, they're the, turning into that. The Raptors are. No, they are. They are the Capitals. Oh, and they man. are the NBA they are now, of these yeah. teams. Well, other teams have came up that yeah, close yeah, to the yeah, finals no, every no, year. They have, they have the players to, to win. They have they have what they have Stamkos. Nah, the Lightning are the, the Thunder. Lightning, uh, the Lightning yeah, are the Thunder. The Thunder and the Lightning are the same thing. They've been to the finals before, but they haven't been able to close a job done. Yeah, I'd say that's and a good comparison. That's a good comparison. The the Raptors can't even get out of the first round, second round. They like the Capitals and the Nationals. Well, I mean, the Capitals finally got their Stanley Cup. I can't talk shit anymore. But yeah, Washington, I mean, that doesn't eliminate the fucking last. Right, like, they play tonight too. Game years. seven. Game seven. Justin yeah. Williams. Yeah, let's go. Hey, Mister Game Seven. Sorry. <laughs> let's go. I'm getting, off, I'm getting off. I'm going all sports. <laughs> I gotta stay Philly. Uh, Speaking of Philly, though, Justin Williams was drafted by the Flyers, so I can talk about <laughs> Justin Williams being Mister Game Seven and him being another Flyer that the Flyers traded before prematurely before he became the stud he was, <laughs> like Patrick, Patrick Sharp. Sharp. Yep, that's exactly. Two guys that grind my gears. Justin Williams taking 28th overall in the 2000 draft by the Flyers and playing, what, two, three years to get traded to the Hurricanes. Yeah, he played 2000, 2001 with the Flyers. And he goes to the Hurricanes in 2002. They go to the finals. They lose to the best team ever in the Red Wings. Goes back to the finals in 06, wins the Stanley Cup, and then the rest is history with his Game 7-ness and all of his winning and so forth. But, you know. <coughs> yeah, all the trophies Justin Williams in the played, rings. Yeah, all the trophies in the rings and the consmites. Christ, another Flyers guy. Oh, my God. Oh, and I can't wait till the end of the show when we talk about the Flyers. So, a little, you know, so if you haven't listened to us before. So, the reason we want to do a Philly sports podcast is because we are all Philly sports fans. 
but some of us are more than others. So like Josh is a four for four over here. Pat, uh, Pat's like a three and a half because he's a Yankees and Phillies fan. Yeah. I'm a two and a half because I'm a Yankees and Phillies fan, but I fucking despise the Flyers. <laughs> I fucking despise their organization. And I am going to fucking have a field day when we start talking about the Flyers later on in the show. But before we get to any of that, I guess final thoughts on the Sixers going into the next round. Pat, prediction time. Who wins this series? Sixers in six, if not six, Raptors in seven. It's going to be a long series. ain't going to be a walk in the park. We're not holding hands and skipping and playing hopscotch. We're going hard. Kyle Lowry and Ben Simmons got their beef. They almost got the fight at the Wells Fargo Center at the beginning of the year. Bring all this, like I said, I want all the smoke. Like I said to the, every person in the city of Dallas when I went to the Dallas Cowboys-Eagles game, I told everybody there I wanted all the smoke. If I go to Toronto, I'm going to tell everybody in Toronto I want all the smoke. So Sixers should want all the smoke. Sixers and six. Josh. Yep, I agree with Pat. Sixers and six, we want all the smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of everyone sitting up here saying that our team and Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard shutting down Ben. Ben Simmons needs to step up in this series. Harris is going to be a key as well. Harris, because I think the Raptors are going to try and take JJ out of the mix. They, they're, they're going to. They're that's, just going to go at him. Yeah, that's, on what, that, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Every team is going to do that when they play against us. It's going to take JJ out of the way. And what we have to do is, if JJ's a non-factor, we need to hit the we need to hit the low block and go down low, because we have Embiid, we have Simmons. He's a six foot ten point guard. Like, we need to go down low if our shots are not falling. So Sixers and six. Coming into the season and the series, I would, like I said earlier, I would have told you there's no way in hell. But you know what? After seeing what the Raptors are doing with their rotation and literally only playing eight guys, that depth that everybody was like, oh, they're so deep, they're such a good team, that doesn't matter anymore. And the Sixers starting five, I'd say, I don't want to say they're super, like, significantly better than the Raptors, but they have a better starting five than the Raptors. If Joel Embiid takes this week to just relax rest the knee Breathe. and play. I mean, the dude had 23 points and what, 20 15 minutes. rebounds in 20 minutes 20 yesterday? minutes, yep. The dude's a fucking monster. He's the best center in the league. Don't tell me about fucking Nikola Jokic. Like, that fat motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't want to even hear it. That dude, I could fucking run past on defense. Like, he sucks. But I'm going to say Sixers and Six as well. Um, but I do think if they do end up going seven, I think they could win in seven. Okay, I mean, I'm more, I'm more with Pat. If it's Game Seven in Toronto, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I see it being a close game, but I just feel like it'll come down to the end. Kawhi being Kawhi, Kawhi like, he, like he's been balling these past two games. He was quiet in Game Three. Siakam took over in Game Three, but yeah. Game Four and Game Five, Kawhi really stepped it up. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited. Very I can't excited. wait. When's Game One? What, what's the date? I don't yeah, think they've announced anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Mock yeah. schedule release, but nothing's guaranteed, so I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I, I'll say like it's probably it's going to start Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, because I think Game Sevens would be, and I think there's only going to be one series that might go to Game Seven. Yeah, that's the Nuggets and Spurs. Nuggets, Spurs, two of the most boring fucking teams in the yeah, NBA. So boring. Like, let's get out of here. Nuggets, Jokic. Yeah, no, he's good. Yo, Joker, Joker's, yeah, Joker. He's Jokic. nice. I just want. I like him. I like uh, him. Listen, he's nice. He, he's fat hey. as shit. He's slow on he defense. He can drop dimes. He's a great offensive player, but people that think that he's better than Embiid are fucking stupid. Yeah, stupid. Um, real quick, I know a man who put uh four hundred dollars on a bet that if just if the Sixers and the Nuggets make the finals and play each other, 
Take a guess at that payout. Four hundred dollars is the bet. Yes. So my guess would be right. <laughs> Forty thousand dollars. No. Four hundred thousand dollars. Bingo. Four hundred fifty grand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Put that bet on the beginning of the season. It was that bet. He put that bet down, and he won another bet. This guy's a smart man. I'm smart man. He put eighty dollars to win twenty-two grand on Tiger Woods winning a major this year. Ooh. Oh man! This is January first at the sports book at the Ocean Casino. Do you want to give? City. Do you want to give him a shout out? No. Do you know no, who he is? No, no, no shout outs given here. Twenty-two grand. He's living <laughs> life right now. You heard it. Check it out. <laughs> So, speaking of other gotta people. Got to make bets in the beginning of the season. That's what you got to do that's now. That's why I bet them Yankees to win the pennant before the season, Josh. <laughs> my birthday, March 29th, last month, put my $50 on the Yankees to win the pennant. Dude, and I it's can't. looking promising. I can't wait till I it's have money. The best money. two teams in the American League right now are the Rays <laughs> and the Twins. Ha! Yep. Ha! <laughs> it's We're fucking coming. gross. I, I have Rosario on my fantasy team. I can't complain. He gave me 10 homers already for the Who? Twins. Rosario. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was, at least it's better than the Rosario and the Mets. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, at the Twins-Phillies game where it was like pouring rain the Friday oh, night. That, I that was berating Rosario. I was berating Rosario. He's on my fantasy team. I can't complain. Oh, my God. So, we were uh, just reached out to by Chris a Fonte. sports source Loser, you're not Chris being our Fonte. Boston beat reporter, Fonte. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about the Seas. Pick a team and like them. Devils, Yankees, Clemson Tigers, Celtics, and who's his other team? Giants. Giants. Irrelevant. So he's basically he Chris Fonte for those. Clemson of you don't is in know, South Carolina, right? Yeah. I think Correct. so. Correct. Yeah. You're What's right. your your friend goes to South Carolina? Cough cough. Celtics. You live in New Jersey. You like the Yankees. Cough cough. The Devils. Understandable. Giants. Understandable. Even though it should be the Rangers since you're technically a Giants. And a Yankees fan, and you should be a Knicks fan, but you're a Celtics fan, and you're a uh, Giants. Giants fan. Which I mean, the Giants—I can't even remember their name because they're so irrelevant. <laughs> they're <laughs> let's be honest, they're pathetic. I love the fact that they chose fucking Eli over Odell, which is basically <laughs> what happened. Like Dave yeah. Gettleman, like, oh, how I mean, does Odell's he have a, a job? jackass and Odell? I mean, Dave, I don't know, he should not have a job. Speaking of that, like we said, we shouldn't get tuned in New York, but Odell. Got traded because he's a jackass. Yeah. Bottom line. T.O. got traded because he was a jackass. I love T.O. to death. I don't, you know, I mean, Odell or whatever. I don't got beef with him now. He's on Cleveland. Believeland. Let's see the Browns come up from the fucking abyss. But, like. I'm they, actually kind of curious to see how. The trade wasn't, I mean, Jabril Peppers is not, like, a traditional NFL safety either. Yeah. He's overgrown. He should be a wide receiver. If anything, he's just, like, the best college, like, all-around athlete the college has seen. So, he got drafted highly, and people still think highly of him. I really... Um, not understanding of the Giants' mindset with that, but hey, I think Sterling Shepard's a freaking stud. Yeah, yeah he, if they figure that out, I think Haskins is gonna suck in the NFL. I think Haskins is the next McNabb coming. You're gonna see McNabb. I can't wait to start talking about Super Five here too. And his jackass. <laughs> so perfect transition. We should just get like a donkey button. Oh, <laughs> every time somebody comes up, just push it, John. You know what? That's a great idea. For next show, we will have a donkey button. As our uh, Cavalier Radio general manager, Jill Smith, is looking at us through the window. So we are going to talk. So what do you guys prefer to talk about first? Donovan McNabb or the Eagles let's, draft? Let's talk about Big Bum. Let's do it. All right. Pat, I want to give you the floor well, to start. Well, well, well they kind of intertwine with each other because McNabb said in the draft that the Eagles should draft a quarterback. 
So and Pat, your response. To you, that. you can talk about the two. We can, <laughs> he just wants to be the best quarterback the Eagles ever have and flutter in his legacy, even though the whole city hates him. How, look at Dawkins. Look at Ike Reese. Look at Westbrook. Where are you at, Super Five? You want to be old? Oh, look at number five up there. We always gonna remember five. We always gonna remember five. Don't forget me. I love you guys. Five. What is that, Donovan? Like you went on the show. You went on Marks and Reese yesterday, and we're an arrogant asshole, and like. Did not like you didn't you didn't care. You gave your opinion, you didn't care. Like, you know, I mean, I get it. It's Dwayne McNabb is. I guess he's always been that way. You know, I don't know the guy. Like he's taking heat since he came to Philadelphia in ninety nine. I mean, I don't think he cares. I just not the fact that he doesn't care. He, he wants to be the best the Eagles ever had and he doesn't want Wentz to take over that, even though Wentz is probably already past that in my opinion, based on <laughs> one great season he had. And I don't even consider last season that great from super I mean, from the Wentz wagon, but nevertheless he was injured and I think McNabb's just jealous that Wentz has the weapons, and I think McNabb thinks that if he was here, he'd be able to do more with what Mc- Wentz has rather than McNabb complaining about having first down Freddie Mitchell and L.J. Smith and Reggie Brown and T.O. He ran T.O. out of freaking town himself, so shrink your head, Donovan. Go see a voodoo person and let him shrink your head, and maybe you'll lose your arrogance. Go back to uh, Arizona and get a couple more DUIs, too, while you're at it there, you analyst. <laughs> I'm not drunk, officer. Sir, are you drunk? I'm Donovan McNabb. I'm not drunk. I don't care who you are. I'm not drunk. I don't care who you are. DUI. Ten grand later, McNabb, fire from NFL yeah. Network. Yeah. ESPN. ESPN, whatever the hell yeah, he was on. He honestly, though, he's been on everywhere. He was on NFL Network, yeah. ESPN, Fox Sports 1. Here's like- my thing. Don't bring your kid to Monday Night Football to watch Wentz play, take pictures with Wentz after the game, act like Wentz is your goddaddy or whatever, and then take a dump on him on national radio and like <laughs> national media. Like you've been retired for since two thousand. You ha- you've been irrelevant for a decade, basically. You were in the NFC Championship game versus the Cardinals. That was the last time you had any relevance in anything. You came back, you sucked. You came back, you sucked. You went to the Redskins, you sucked. You went to the Vikings, you were worse than me in the NFL. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, McNabb. So I understand people saying like, okay, he what he said is a fair point. If once is not healthy in the next two years, yeah, maybe it's time to start looking for another quarterback. But the fact that he had to go there was just uncalled for. Like that's just what somebody who needs to stay relevant and has nothing else to turn to does. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's literally that's all it is. I. I think what it comes down to, I, I like, I agree with Pat saying is he's just petty. He's being petty because oh, I know all about petty. <clears throat> speaking of petty, yes, but yes. he is being a petty yes, little bitch. Yes, yes, he is being petty because <laughs> because like the Eagles, we've won a Super Bowl already. Like during his era, like we had, we were so good, we just couldn't get over the hump. We went the four straight NFC title games, only went to the Super Bowl one time out of the four, and we went the five as a whole during his tenure and we only went to one Super Bowl. And during that one Super Bowl, he was caught throwing up on the sidelines. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, so when this got released the other day, right? I was looking on my phone for like 35 minutes and trying to figure out how to get this gif of him throwing up in the huddle. (laughs) <laughs> bring it into my messages, but I couldn't figure it out. It was great. McNabb had his helmet on. He's just throwing up to his helmet. Yeah. T.O. played on a broken ankle yes. in the Super Bowl, and you were throwing up, calling for your mama. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Just that's just the way. A- you're, you're just a choke artist. Back to the same thing. Russell Westbrook. That's McNabb. 
You're not Dame Dollars. You're not a cold-blooded killer, McNabb. You never will. You never have be. You never will be. Like, bottom line, stop, like, trying to act like you're a hard-ass, basically. And, like, yeah, 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 you said what yeah. you did. You got your NF- five NFC championship game appearances under that discount double choke belt of yours. <laughs> discount double choke. And you never got the job done. You threw up on the sidelines. You can't talk that talk. Wentz has got a ring and he didn't even play in the Super Bowl. He's got more noise on his finger than you got. Yeah, 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 and that's all it comes down to. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, McNabb's had he had a great career. Like, I mean, looking at it, like, like he was he was obviously like he got his jersey retired with us. Like, I mean, there's nothing else that you can really ask for. I mean, we're always going to be critical. We're always going to criticize him because he couldn't get us over the top. So many seasons, like we would be ten and six, or we'd be twelve and four, have a win a division, have that first round by, and just not get the job done. Like, whereas the one time we got the first round by, I mean, Wentz was hurt, but Wentz got us to that position to get the by, and then Nick Foles just came in there, and he won the rest. Like, honestly, you could wear a Nick Foles jersey for the rest of your life in Philadelphia. It doesn't matter 20, 30 years from now, even 50 years from now. If you wear a Nick Foles jersey, you're going to get respect from Yeah, well, he's like the Messiah in this town. Oh, yeah, no, he's getting He'll never now, have to buy a drink now, again. Now, now, now I will say this. Now, now he's got his own statue already. Yes, he's not yes. done playing. <laughs> yes, now I will say this, though. Because of Nick oh, Nick Foles' success, and I, and, I, and I wish him the best in Jacksonville. I mean, he I has, agree. He has no pressure at all, though, because Jacksonville, what do you have, like nine fans in the stands? Like, there's I, nothing I to worry about. ten. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing to worry about in Jacksonville, so he can literally just gunsling it, whatever he wants. But, um... I will say this though. I mean, McNabb. I don't agree with what he's saying, but there is a there is a lot of pressure on Wentz now, though. There's because there's pressure on Wentz to get the job done because now Nick Foles left. Now you're the guy, and you haven't played a full season in how long? I mean, his rookie year he did play. He did play the full season. I'll give him that. But ever since his junior year in college, he's always been hurt. So it's like he needs something. He needs to prove to everyone that. He is legit. He had that great MVP season. Now, now with the full all season on your belt, it's time for you to step up and be the guy that we always see you as. There's a lot of pressure on him. I'm not going to go as far as say what McNabb said, but there's definitely pressure. Yeah, yeah. McNabb's just being petty again, like Pat said, because he couldn't get over the hump. Whereas now with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, we got over the hump. Now we all love these guys. And we and we're gonna forget about him, yeah, because you didn't get the job done. Your number could always be retired, but we're gonna forget about you. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of one, in particular, one current Philadelphia athlete, Donovan McNabb, Claude Giroux. Yeah, he, I, I, I can I can see that. He is like that. Claude Giroux in the sense that Claude Giroux just has like certain people. Like you look at a guy like Joel Embiid, he gets the fans, he gets the fan base, he understands. Claude Giroux doesn't know what the fuck he's doing as far as the, the yeah. fans. It, just no how idea. he looks. The optics of Claude Giroux and then not winning. And I think people will never look back at Claude Giroux for as good of a player as he was for the same reason that Donovan McNabb is kind of just like a footnote. I don't I, think Claude I, yeah. Giroux would be as hated as McNabb because Claude Giroux never said anything bad about the fans like McNabb. Well, yeah, he did. Remember to the end of last year? Against the uh, who they played the Penguins at the first round, he said like something along the lines of I, I will, like the fans like mm-hmm. you know all the booing is like yeah, making I, the team like nervous and like all this other shit. Yeah, like, yeah stupid Ben Simmons fucking comment. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like, huh? I like, I like your comparison, but the thing is, the Eagles are Philly's team. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's where I'll say, like, like McNabb yeah. was our quarterback. Like, football is our number one sport. We're a football town. I, I, the Eagles run this town. Like, that's where, yeah, like, well, I, like yeah. I, I, I agree with your that's comparison, but the reason why people don't really complain about Claude Giroux as much is because hockey is not as big here compared to football. Football is like our like our our town. Yeah. So it's so a it's, football town. Like yeah. New York's yeah. a baseball town. Boston's yeah. a baseball town, I think. I think Boston's an everything town, dude. Yeah. Um but but from what I see here, town. I think that the it's a football town. I don't think that I think that McNabb will always be more hated than Drew will ever be yeah. hated. Bottom line, I think just yeah, because, I'm just not, because I'm not of that. arguing that. That's no, not it, what yeah. I'm debating. I think Giroux's like, I don't think Giroux will ever be hated. Eric Lindros was phenomenal here. He never won the cup. He didn't like. He, yeah, but there's a difference. He talked shit on like. He, dude, Eric Lindros banged like half the team's wife when he played here. Wives. <laughs> he banged like five guys' wives on the team. Everybody loves Eric Lindros in Philly. Drew was good. And, and so did like, the wives. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's why Bryce Harper coming to Philly was perfect because he has the personality for it. Yeah. He, Bryce, Bryce Harper is a perfect fit for us. Jimmy Butler is a perfect fit for us. Yeah. Like that like like those guys just fit perfectly with us. We need those alpha mentality type of guys that just, just take that just take no shit. We're out here to ball. Lunch pale, hard work. Yes. That like that that's that's who we root for. We we hate arrogant assholes. We hate them. Like especially like, if they're not willing to put the blame yeah, yeah, on yeah, their shoulders. Yeah, and put the and put the work in. That's why we would hate Russell Westbrook. Like like he sits up here and complains about everyone else, but deep down it's him. Yeah. Like that's the problem. That's why KD left. It's him. Yeah, well, KD's another soft bitch. I don't even want yeah. to go about on KD. Yeah, just, he's another I'll, soft I'll just, one too. Like, curse a storm up here. And that's another thing. I, I feel like it's good. Well, we that, could do that. I, I think cause... it's good that LeBron didn't come to Philly. I think it's good. <laughs> I think that's the best. I think that's one thing that is not talked about nearly enough. If LeBron I... was here, this season would have been a disaster. We would have. You yeah, he listen. got hurt. Like he got hurt. He ended up like he ended up like I mean the I mean Magic Johnson really fucked up. Like he should not have traded D'Angelo Russell for Alonzo Ball. He shouldn't well, have done yeah, that. Yeah, they traded um for yeah. Lopez. Then they let Lopez go. Yeah, they let Lopez now, go. They, did get they, the they Kuzma trade Zubak. Yeah, he got Kuzma, but other than Kuzma, you trade Zubak. Zubak's a good solid big man for Mike Muscala. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what was Going on Lakerland, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we gotta um, stick. We gotta stick to to LeBron, Philly. But LeBron is no, he no. LeBron is a great. I don't know player, how things would have went. LeBron that came here. You gotta think about it when the free agency was going. Jimmy Butler was in Minnesota, and yeah. Tobias Harris and Boban were with Clippers. Like, I think, Le- I think LeBron, the whole team would have been like formatted differently. You know, we we're still looking yeah. at like Fultz playing last year before the season when but all this was going the on. The reason I say that is because yeah, we still, we we got rid of the assets. Yeah. But, like, if LeBron was here, we still would have gotten rid of the assets. Plus, there's the LeBron whole media circus. It's yeah, clear I that. I agree with all that. I agree the, with you 100%. It's clear that basketball isn't his top priority anymore. No, it's not. I mean, I agree. But, like, when you go back and look at the whole, like, whole, not, not even just the whole culture of basketball, anybody who's part of the culture, you know, you got everybody. Everybody who's smart knew LeBron is an idiot now for not coming here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's stupid for not coming. Uh, I have somebody retweeted a video of Quavo and like Migos, like talking about him. They're like, "Oh, LeBron's going to Philly." Like LeBron, if he's smart and thinking about hoops, he should go to Philly. He's thinking about Space Jam too and trying to get these guys to leave their teams, come film a movie with him this summer. And Giannis said no. Like, you heard a man like he's not. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. He's not focused on basketball anymore. He's in Hollywood, make movies, make more money. Even though he's got more money than we can imagine. Yeah, I, I yeah, no. Maybe it's, he's gonna donate it all. I think LeBron James is like. 
a way better uh, entrepreneur and uh, advocate for the community than anything else yeah. at this point in his career. Yeah. I got in a huge argument there today speaking with people about Tiger Woods and LeBron James and who's a better person. And oh, it's easily LeBron. It's Didn't Tiger LeBron Woods James. like cheat yeah. on his, his wife? wife yeah, 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 yeah. Women? yeah. In terms of overall, like in terms of like overall personality and how they are as a person, yeah, LeBron. But I mean, impact for the game though. Yeah, like like like, with, like like like. But without Tiger, there's no golf. Like I only watch golf when Tiger is is relevant. Is, yeah. is relevant. There's nothing you could. I'm, I'm do not. To... I'm not. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch uh, Jordan's feet or whatever is. Whatever is whatever their names Roy are. McElroy, yeah, Roy McElroy. Yeah, Roy McElroy. Like he's supposed to be the next Tiger. What has he done? You know, talk about Delgado Delgado Island. Where has he been? There is oh, yeah. nothing you could <laughs> fucking do. No money you could pay me. Or I would sit down and waste my fucking day watching golf. I don't give a shit if Tiger Woods is playing. I don't care if fucking Panda Woods is playing. Like Get me the fuck out of here with golf. Like, <laughs> please. I'll, I'll go, I, I don't mind golf. I'll like, I don't mind it. playing it. I played last week. It went bad. Yeah. I See, I, I'm i a mini golf person. Yeah, I, I, golf. I like mini I'm golf. Mini, mini golf is a weekend thing. Dude, I'm girlfriend. telling you this. If mini golf is a pro sport, I'd watch that. Fuck golf. Yeah, you're already in the fucking um, beanbag toss. <laughs> Oh, cornhole? Cornhole, yeah. Oh, don't fucking talk shit on cornhole. Oh, uh, here we go. Cornhole. Right. Dude, I was in a pro cornhole tournament. Tournament got smoked. First down. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. We played the number one ranked team in New Jersey. You think I'm fucking kidding. The guy's name was Kang. Google him. But he You got our... smoked, Chief. We Bottom got... line. Listen, we got smoked like a Cuban. I'm not even going to fucking deny that. But. <laughs> oh, here we go. Quick timeout. Breaking news. Eastern Conference title odds. Bucks. Favorite, 120. Sounds about right. Raptors, plus 180. Celtics, plus 375. Sixers, plus 550. Okay. Well, Celtics favorite over the Sixers. Fonte. Yeah, that's a load of bullshit, first of all. Um, so, there's a couple things I do want to talk about before we go. I do want Josh to know he wanted to talk about the Celtics and all that kind of stuff. And we will get to that. But while we were kind of on the subject of football, yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about the draft. So... Yeah. Who wants to start? We can start with Josh. Josh um, What's the best case scenario for the Eagles this weekend? Um, honestly, uh, honestly, like that. There's also there's like before I get started about, about about like the NFL draft and stuff like that. A lot of fans don't even realize that the draft's coming up because again the Phillies are relevant mm-hmm. and the Sixers are playing. They're in the heat of the playoffs right mm-hmm. now, so that's why like a lot of fans just like who are we even going to pick? Just like looking at the mock like mock drafts, position wise, a lot of um a lot of like mock drafts are telling us the Eagles are going to go defensive line or they're going to go safety in the first round, and I'm kind of here for it because like again they said we're going to get we're projected to get Christian Wilkins out of Clemson, and as I, I actually I watch Clemson a lot because they are they are my favorite college they, they've always been my favorite college football team even when Florida State was kicking their ass or in the early 2000s like I still. Oh, yeah. I still, yeah, Christian Ponder. Yeah, it, 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 Florida State. Christian Ponder is it, it's, it's crazy how tides have changed because it went from Florida State running the ACC. Now it's Clemson. Clemson's turning into the new Alabama. Like, I hope so screw Alabama. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Christian Wilkins. He's a great, solid defensive tackle, and you always need to add depth to your lines. I know the Eagles. We lost Bennett, but I mean, I know we, who who did the Eagles also pick up in the offseason defensive lineman wise. I'm trying to remember. I know we also picked up a guy too. You know, he's like he's supposed to be like really good or something like that. Oh, the guy for the Jaguars. Yeah, Malik the Jaguars. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That's who we got. Yeah, we got Malik Jackson. So we get 
We get Wilkins. We like to rotate our guys. Jim Swartz likes to rotate the defensive yeah. linemen. And then also Chris so. Long is saying he doesn't know if he wants to come back next yeah. year. He that's might what, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So Chris Long might retire. So adding that depth in the first round, that's what. That's what um I that's what I think the Eagles are gonna do in the first round. I don't see us trading trading down like we did last year because we have enough picks now. Last year we were, we were kind of short on picks, so I was like, all right, trade down, get Dallas Godart in the second round, and then get a couple other picks in the future. So yeah, I think I think the Eagles will stay in the first round. Pat, what do you think? Wilkins first round. Um, you know I'm really like biased honestly on the Eagles pick. Uh, I don't want. Uh, if the Eagles were to trade and move up, I want to get Montez Sweat or Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. Both of them are phenomenal, obviously. Um, going back to it though, I'm a little biased. My co, a co- not a co, a student I used to go to school with, and a guy I played basketball with growing up, Nasir Adderley. He's safety from Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, I, yeah, I know he's, all. He's, he's a friend he's of mine. Talk of, the, talk of the cap. Talk of the campus. Like, yeah, I'm, everyone he's talks a friend about of mine. Him. So I'm hoping Nasir gets. Stay stay home and get for the go for the Eagles. Uh, so I have two friends in the draft basically. Nas, Nas plays for Delaware. He's supposed to be a first round pick. He's uh, made ESPN top play twice. He's a hell of an athlete. Uh, beat him in the league championship in basketball. He'll tell you that I beat him. Let him do let that be known. But um, yeah, Nas is a baller, and I would love to have him in our secondary. Rodney McLeod being out, and you know I don't think we have the best secondary still. Even though like we got Cravon LeBlanc and Avante Maddox, who we know can play. Um, and I also going back later in the draft, my friend Brandon Hitner. He's a uh, right guard from Villanova. He's about six eight, two sixty. Well, not, not two sixty, two ninety. Um, I was gonna say that's a little. Hitner, bring in the big hit, light. man! I want Hitner here. Like <laughs> Hitner would be a great replacement. Our offensive line is not anything. Jason Peters is ancient. Yeah. Brandon Brooks probably is not gonna play for a while, even though he thinks he's gonna start the season. They cut Wisniewski. Say Amalu is okay. Vitae scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, so Lane Johnson, adding... you know, you never know. Lane Johnson, Kelsey's got his, his watch is ticking on Jason Kelsey. We know that. So, Hitner would be a great pick to have in the late drafts. Um, on top of that, I really think we need a little bit more depth at linebacker. You know, I would not be opposed to getting a linebacker. There's a guy out of uh, – uh, let me see if I can find him real quick. Um, I forget who that – we definitely need a wide receiver. I know uh, Nelson Aguilar's contract's – a little much, and I know they're mm-hmm. looking to move him maybe on draft day, so I wouldn't be opposed to getting that. We definitely need a running back. Definitely, definitely, definitely need a running back. Jacobs is sick. Uh, that guy from Iowa State sick. I forget his name. He's like more of a true runner. Uh, Anderson from Oklahoma State's pretty good. Um, you know, any of those guys. Gary Johnson's the linebacker I was thinking of from Texas. They want to pick mm-hmm. him later in the draft. I wouldn't mind. He looks pretty like a solid guy. We don't need that. That's not an immediate need, but yeah. we had a lot of guys leave after last year. Like after not this past season, but two years ago, a lot of guys left after won the Super Bowl, and we kind of just had like Nigel Bradham, Jordan Hicks is gone now. You know, like we really need. So we got the guy from the Steelers forward or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. think he's not. He's like a special teams guy. So I don't want to have Kamargo's a hill playing linebacker the whole season. So <laughs> give me somebody who's like a capable person who can turn into a starter eventually so my first comment is if your friends end up getting drafted and they get drafted by the eagles and they're not on this show like mccall bridges also your friend was not on yeah mccall also or- lives in phoenix now and was going for a national championship run when i was trying to get him in here you know what no fucking excuses <laughs> no skype excuses. is a thing yeah uh, well i mean give it time he'll come on i got mccall he's coach got fired yesterday his son's fired their coach i can get him yeah and they're here. about to hire monty williams yeah, yeah. So we're, gonna have, yeah. we're gonna have that kind of connection too so listen 
once you know the podcast is starting today, we're gonna go next week and we'll talk about hard. that. Like, listen, I just don't I want Mikel Bridges on this fucking show. I want him to, on the point. Sixers too. We all got what we want, and we got Zaire Smith. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, back to uh, we Hittner. drafted him. We I don't want Hitner or Nas. <laughs> we got so the trade was Mikel Bridges for Zaire Smith and approximately twenty six food allergies. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tobias Harris now. Now he had the Miami uh, pick. But um, back to good trade. what I'm yeah. saying. I don't want to see – I want Nasir and Hittner to go to – no. I want them to go. I'm just – I'm glad they're going to get drafted. Just don't get picked by the Patriots, the Cowboys, or the Giants, especially those Cowboys. I can't stand to see you guys in that star. So Nasir Adderley's uncle Herb Adderley is an NFL legend, has four Super Bowl rings, two with the original Packers and two with the Cowboys. So hopefully Nas has that type of success in the NFL and maybe he goes to the Eagles, cough, cough, and we can get some more rings. Yeah. Is there anybody in the draft that you guys are like, I swear to God, don't fucking draft? Um, I mean, there's always those type of guys, you know. I don't know any off the top of my head that I think we'd pick. Uh, uh, like, like, I know like, it's like, not a... No, if no. they pick Trace McSwirly from Penn State, I'll drop that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. With, 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 with me, it's just all on... It's all about position. Like, if we... Like if we draft a running back in the first round, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be annoyed. Yeah, like, be annoyed it's, yeah. running back in the yeah, first round. Like, but you know like Howie, why. you know how he operates. Yeah. You know, best player available, best player available. Like that's what he's going yeah. for the best player available. Yeah, like I don't I don't have a specific player, but if position wise, like our needs right now, adding depth to our lines, getting a linebacker, like focusing on those priorities first. Now, like like we can get a running back later in the draft. But like that's the reason I'll only be mad if we drafted something stupid in like position we need defense, wise in the first round. We need defense. We yeah, need, we need we need offensive line. We need defensive line. Yes, offensive line, defensive line, and secondary players. Yes, I mean, so I don't want to get. I, I, I do. Tight I end. do. I do like though. I like Maddox coming back. He played really well. We got Mac Hollins coming back yeah. from injury. Like we don't need to be sweating the wide receiver. We got Deshaun Jackson. We got Jackson Speed. Yeah, we'll see how the old man does out there. No, he's not. he's gonna be great. I'm yeah, telling you, he's yeah. gonna be great. He's All gonna right, be great well, yeah, this you're year. You're saying it here, man. Give me. Let's see some results. Like, he sucked in Tampa Bay last year. I know it was just famous Jameis and his Alaskan snow crab and everything down there in Tampa Bay. But <laughs> Jameis, tell me something, something DJX, man. You sucked since you left here. Jameis so. Winston's not only garbage as a player, but he's garbage I, as I a mean, human I mean, too. I see how much money you see how much weight. Jameis put on, he's like 260, playing quarterback. He put so, on 40 pounds of weight to play quarterback I'm just going to call him Jameis Russell. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to uh, run anymore. He wants to be more of a pocket passing quarterback and take the hits, he said. That's why he put on a bunch of weight, which I'm curious to see how That's that goes. That's a fucking stupid and, and, and strategy. Then, uh, and Fitzmagic had to go across the state to the Dolphins now, so he's not bothering with Jameis anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So Jameis is on his own. When, at least we're not going to get beat by the Bucks this year. I'm, 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 I'm Mercy, telling you. Like, I can't uh, take another loss to the Buccaneers. I'm telling you, you know when one player just My has, buddy actually went to that game. I'm already booking my trip to go to the Dolphins game, <laughs> oh, too. Yeah, yeah, the, the Dolphins uh, game in December. It's December, too. December it's going to be Yeah, it's going to be I went to the Cowboys cold. game first weekend in December last year. And, and that's another thing I want to talk about. Our schedule, travel-wise, is so light. Yeah, it's, it's easy. So light. Yeah, except we for have, back, three games back-to-back-to-back to back to back away, which I don't like that. But yeah, yeah. In October because yeah. of the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. I was kind of irritated that I did that. I went on a little tangent last week about that. But in terms of, like... Like travel wise, we don't have to go that far at all, and it's awesome. And the critter, and our our buy is week eleven. Yeah, it, it's a little bit First late. Week of November, or second week. Yeah, of November. but it's like it's going to be at the perfect time once all teams start to get similar hurt. Similar last year, similar buy last year too. Yeah, we we had a good buy last year. I just can't wait. The, to it was see just it. a stupid Titans game and the Bucks game last year. Yeah, like why both, are you losing those games? Them? And the Panthers. All, all the games we lost last year, we shouldn't have lost. On the Cowboys, both Cowboys games we should have won. Which yeah. I can't tell you the last time we lost two games and two games in the same season to the Cowboys. And I was at the game in Dallas, 
Like, and you, you, oh, yeah, you yeah, should have yeah, seen yeah, me that, there. That game, like, that game was Harvard. <laughs> I was borderline suicidal, and I had to put a freaking Cowboys jersey on <laughs> at the game in Dallas because of that. You lost the bet? I lost the bet with the whole section because I was a loudmouth Eagles fan talking shit the entire game. <laughs> My whole section was me and this one dude and like, with, like, 500 Cowboys fans and then me screaming the entire game. Like, and then, like... Oh my god, it was just ridiculous just having a like after the game they were just <laughs> I like I was about to get mis massacred, like they were just ready to massacre me in <laughs> Dallas, like ready to put me on a fucking leg. And, and guess what? We lost in the same round to them. Yeah. <laughs> we lost we, we lost, lost in the same, same round. round. And I can't wait to see this whole debacle down there with Skip Bayless and Jerry Will Jerry Rolled with Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones trying to re sign Dak. They don't think Dak's a max quarterback or whatever. I mean, you know, I don't yeah. think Dak's a max player, but yeah, you know, exactly. Dak's trash. And the Cowboys are just a trash organization and a joke. And even their own greats like Aikman say it all the time. So, I, you know, I can just get on the Cowboys. <laughs> now, it's it's just hours. annoying with the Cowboys because they literally have, like, How Fox. about them Cowboys? Yeah, Fo- <laughs> Fox, Fox News, like, no, no, Fox Sports, Troy Aikman, like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. everyone, Cal- Dallas, Jason Witten in Monday Night Football. Yeah, he's going back. back. Zeke gained, like, 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you see him eating popcorn at the Stars game there tonight? I did not. He's eating the whole box of popcorn. That must be how he gained all the weight. Yeah. I'd love to go to that Miami game if the yeah, three of us can figure that that's out. I'm already working on first. it, man. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Pat, when Pat goes to games, Pat is something else. Rowdy. So we went to. I'll be 21, too. So I'll drink yeah, with you. So we, <laughs> yeah. So um, we went to. In a little bit. And me see and Johnny me. Boy went to opening Ben Simmons' NBA debut last year in Washington versus the Wizards. And Markel Fultz's And Markel Fultz's debut, and I was an absolute. Pat tremendous. was destroyed. It was so great, but he was so loud. When we went to the Yankees, we went to a Yankee playoff game a couple oh, years that's ago. That's a playoff. I'll never forget Pat. So there was a lot of great moments. There was a guy in a Jim Tomei jersey, and Pat oh. just kept giving it to him the whole fucking game. Why are you where? Why are you here? <laughs> Indians, Jim Tomei. Oh yeah, Indians, yeah, yeah. But like, Indians, he was yeah. like, oh yeah, he just needed an earful. <laughs> but there was one moment at Rantham where Pat, from the other side of the fucking like <laughs> stadium, sees some dude wearing a fucking Eagles jersey, jersey, baby, <laughs> and I just hear Pat go, "Yo." Go birds! Yeah, baby. <laughs> and then the dude looks at him like he gets hell, and he like puts his arms up, yeah, go all birds. the way across the, like the stadium. And oh, this like, is oh right before God. this is October, mid October. We're going on that Super Bowl run, starting up there. Wentz was money. We were like four and zero at that point in the season. Yeah, God, I did not expect me to be fired up. Oh, of course, I don't blame you. That was that was so so fucking great. I Hell it. yeah! All right, so Josh. moving on from the NFL draft. Yeah, I'm already on. Oh, no, I, I love I, I I love Jordan. I love the Jordan Howard sign. I, yeah, I, I love I it. Say, let's get the Jordan. I Howard. I am hysteric. I love it. I'm excited. No, he is a beast. No, yeah, he, he like feed no, that like, man the rock. Feed it to yeah. him. He's gonna play the Garrett Blunt role. I don't, don't yeah. want to see this happen again. Like we got a Jai. A Jai worked well with us and everything. Speaking of Jai, I wonder where he goes. But. We had the whole debacle yeah, he just got hurt too much. where I almost put my foot up Sam Bradford's ass <laughs> with DeMarco Murray and Chip <laughs> Kelly. And we got the best running back in the NFL, and we tried to pitch him the ball every goddamn time so he could run out to the side when he was a clear eye formation back at a big style running back and DeMarco Murray. And we paid him the world. And then we traded him for a six-round pick to the Titans. Jordan Howard better get the ball pounded. I, I have faith in Dougie P. He better pound on the ball, though. Yeah, like, I well, do, I don't, our, 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 I don't know, our RPOs man. are going to be good. I, it's going to be a lot better this year because 
La- good last la- year. We should. We were a freaking play away from going back to the Super Bowl, Josh. Yeah, yeah I know. A play away. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey had to drop the goddamn ball. We were one play away from going back to the Super Bowl, and you know well, it. Yeah, I know yeah. it. We were up fourteen. No, 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 no. If we, no, if we got to the Rams, the Rams were missing me. We were put them in a meat grinder, and they're gonna get grinded up. <laughs> we were one play away. All we had to do was beat New Orleans. All we had to do is beat New Orleans, and that freaking happened. And I was at a up 14 nothing. Up 14 nothing. Craven LeBlanc picked Drew Brees first play of the game. Falls, falls, falls. Money, money, money. Second half. <laughs> Last drive of the game. We're driving on the field down by three. Alshon Jeffrey drops the ball. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously, are you kidding me, Alshon? You're supposed to be the best wide receiver in the league. Like, I, Christ have mercy. I love you to death. But, like, yeah, going yeah, back on this, like you're yeah. saying, we were one. Fucking play away no, from the Super no, Bowl, that, dude. that was our whole season, though. Like, literally, all of our losses came down to, like, one play. Yeah, one play in the last the time or something. The Titans game, fourth and 20, first down. The Vikings game, we should have won that game. The Panthers <laughs> game, we should have won that game. Both Cowboys game, we should have won that game. The Buccaneers game, we should have won that game. That's seven games right there. Six games. <laughs> we should have been 14 and 1. We should have been 16, yeah, 16 and 0. We should have been 14 and 2 or 15 and 1. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Psychologically, we have the Rams number. That's, that's yeah, the Rams they, can't handle Sean us. The, the, Rams, the, the Rams cannot handle us. They can't. Sean McVay's a little <clears throat> bitch, and I'm so glad he got showed up. But I was so I was rooting for the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm not even going to fucking lie to you. That, that Super Bowl sucked. That was the worst horrible. Sean McVay is a fucking piece of is better than Tom Brady. The only reason that Sean McVay, <laughs> no, 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 the no, fucking no, no. Cliff Kingsbury, no. got his job, that piece of shit got his job because he was at a fucking party with Sean McVay. Please, don't look for the next Sean McVay. Look for the next Doug Peterson, the guy who won a fucking Super Bowl and has beaten Sean McVay how many times now? The only reason, this is a fucking, Doug just because Doug Peterson's fucking ugly and Sean McVay looks like he's fucking like 32 Good looking guy. Fuck him. Fuck him. Doug Peterson's the guy you should be looking at. He's the guy you, that you need to get the next Doug Peterson in here. Oh, Damn. Man. But you know, I think Jordan Howard should be like the Garrett Blunt type of yeah, player. Yeah, he, where's he, he's Blunt, where's the Garrett Blunt at? Get income with the deal. One year, 560K. Veterans <laughs> minimum. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring him in. What else we got? Sproles, Josh Adams, and him. Bang. Money. And, and your Jordan boy, Howard. Wendell. And no. Done. <laughs> Done. Pat, done. Pat hates fucking Smallwood small sucks. <laughs> Bottom line. Corey Clement, get them all back. Get LeGarrette, LeGarrette, Corey, Jordan Howard, Sprolsey, and Josh Adams. Five running backs. Five running backs for Doug Peterson to rush two times a game. Yep. <laughs> Five running backs. Do something with it. Josh Adams played great last year, I thought, from what we asked him to do. I, I, I will say this. What we asked I, the rookie, I, I Josh say Adams this. to do, he was good. I will, yeah. I will say this. The Bears game, though, Wendell Smallwood, I mean, he did play. He, oh, yeah, he, he played, played good, good against the Bears, the Bears like yeah. he did. Our season last year was just, it was just like. It was, okay, there's a game where I absolutely wanted to just like castrate Wendell Smallwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Where are my keys at? Let me look at my No, schedule. no, no, no. That, that, that's, how, that's, that's how our season was last year. It was just like there was moments of I just want to kill them, but then we ended up. We were ended up being again one play away from going to the title game. Might have been the Carolina game. I can't remember. It probably was Carolina. We were up seventeen nothing, kicking the Panthers' ass, and then all of a sudden we give up twenty one unanswered to Cam Newton. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I mean, dude, trust me. I was down there for the Redskins game in Washington this year, sweating. I almost bullets. went to the Panthers game, sweating bullets, making sure we didn't like lose that game with the running with Nate Sudfeld coming in the game and the lack of running game the whole. Oh, game the Texas where, game! Oh, oh my god, Texas game! I sat field side. That was the best game ever. <laughs> that was the most fun game Foles, I've ever been Foles to. Foles was awesome. He threw for like four eighty. I got videos. Like I was, like just sat in the front row and watched him run off the field and like cried. Like honestly, like basically cried watching him. On the I field. was very intoxicated while. No, this no, no, was no. That game was not that bad. I was. It was in the game i was sobered up by then i was just more yeah, like feeling that, my that, feels that, about nick Foles. that was, I knew his it was last yeah, that was the last time be nick Foles walked 10 feet in front of me waved goodbye like tipping his cap you knew that was the end and then seeing smallwood scurry off like a little rat after buying him like, <laughs> get out of here smallwood next <laughs> oh my god i love it all um, right i'm ready i'm ready give me give me it let's do it okay now. Oh. so we're already like an hour 10 into this podcast but good. i do want to do one last segment. I don't want to wait a week for this. I really don't. Don't. So, as I said earlier. Paul Holgrim's a moron and he hired a lady Vigno. <laughs> Bottom line, I can't even let John introduce it. What <laughs> the hell are you thinking? You hired the new Andy Reid for this city. This guy is a complete and utter buffoon. And you hired him to be the next coach of a failing organization in the city in which all the teams are thriving. You hired an utter moron. You hired like a guy who can't get over the hump, who can't build an organization. He got spoon-fed the Rangers, who are a phenomenal team, buried them in the ground for you, Johnny boy, and had the Sedin brothers handed to him and built a team around them and made it to one final when they won like three president's trophies. And you hired him to be the Flyers coach in the city that we just had Andy Reid for the past 20 years, basically, who couldn't win the damn big game. This guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. When is the Blaine Vigneault showing anything? And you spent the entire season letting Quenville cook and simmer and wait for somebody else to hire Quenville and the fucking Florida Panthers, who are the least qualified team to have an NHL team in the league other than the Arizona Coyotes, hired Joel Quenville, a three-time winning, all-time wins leader in the NHL, basically. The Florida Panthers. You let the Florida Panthers beat you to it, and you hired Elaine Vigneault, who is borderline like Flamingon mental <laughs> issues. Flamingon, Flamingon, Elaine Vigneault, put him on the grill, cook him, serve him. He's fired in two years. That's the stupidest hire I've seen since how we many, hired how John many, Stevens full time. How many different head coaches have the Flyers had in like the past? My lifetime, well, they no, had Ken. Well, the I'll, I'll give it to you right Dave now. Haxtell, I got it all in my head. Dave Haxtall was with the team for four years. Yeah, I, no, right, I'll give it no, to you right no, now. No, no, I'm just saying it, Ken, it seems like every year they, they're making a change. No, no, here we go. My lifetime, Ken. Kent Hitch, well, Mike Keenan was the coach originally when I was born. Shout mm-hmm. out to Mike Keenan. Want me a cup. Kent Hitchcock was there for a while. Then we, hired, we fired him in 07, hired John Stevens. <laughs> John Stevens was there from 07 and 2010. Hired LaViolette. LaViolette was phenomenal. I fired him after he signed and spent <laughs> a ton of free money signing Le- Vincent LeCavalier and a bunch of guys who Le were Cavalier, his him. players. <laughs> and then you fired <laughs> Peter LaViolette 12 games in the season. And then you hired Craig Berube, who was not bad. The Chief was good. I love the Chief. Let the Chief go in 2014. Then you hired uh, Hackstall. Hackstall was there for four years. And you fire Hackstall because Hackstall wouldn't fire him. So then you fire Hackstall after Hackstall wouldn't fire him. So you hire Hackstall and Hextall, and then you hire Scott Gordon, <laughs> who's like 36 years old and is younger than like Andrew McDonald. 30, and he's not 36 years old. Scott, Scott Gordon's a young guy. He's As somebody who's worked with Scott Gordon. How old is Scott Gordon, John? You Scott tell me. Scott Gordon is 
56. Sorry, I was under under the impression that he was very young. Not so. Scott Gordon, 56 years old. I don't see an NHL coaching future in your near future there, Scott Gordon. I want him in Hartford. Hartford. That's another story. Next. Now we're at Alain Yo, Are you kidding me, Paul Holmgren? (laughs) Have you not seen a common reoccurrence here that Paul Paul Holmgren (laughs) is like a moron, just an utter complete jackass who's been here since Ed Snyder and will continue to be here because nobody will oust him because he's the president and he's a Flyers guy. He will be here till he dies and he will be ruining my life till he dies because the Flyers (laughs) won't be able to build on shit with whatever they have because all they have is Carter Hart and... Holmgren's just a complete moron. Bottom line, Levin Yell sucks. Paul Holmgren sucks. The organization has sucked since Ed Snyder died. All I can say is that I almost blew a blood vessel there talking about Levin Yell, and he is just a complete buffoon. And I'll let John Williams take it away with his experience with him with the Rangers before I like start sweating. So I don't think I could ever follow that up, but I'm gonna try. So as Pat alluded to, and I alluded to, the one team. That I'm not a Philly sports fan. One sport I'm not a Philly sports fan for is hockey. I'm a born and raised a Rangers fan. So I had Olain Vigneault for five years. I liked him the first year. He what, pushed. He brought you to the finals? He pushed all the right buttons. Brought you to the finals. Brought us to the finals. And? Then and? it all and then the, and went, What happened that season? What happened that season? They lost. They lost in the finals to the Kings. In yes. fairness, the Rangers kind of got screwed. To Jeff Carter and Mike Richards. Well, Dwight King, who's fucking fat ass, was All on Henrik Lundqvist, and they scored a goal that brought the game into overtime. Never should have got there because that was goalie interference. But Alex Martinez. Yeah, fuck you. Anyway, so, Elaine Vigneault, I'm telling you, Chuck Fletcher, who I didn't think did a horrible job when he got hired. They should never have fired Hextall. They should have. Chuck Fletcher, he said he'd come in here and he'd hire Clenville, and what did he do? He sat in here and... Screwed around and let Quenville sign with the Florida Panthers. Philadelphia Flyers are a hockey town. Uh, the Florida Panthers have been in the Stanley Cup one time in the year I got born and got swept because they had a phenomenal goaltender and one good player in Pavel Bure. And Joel Quenville, arguably the best coach ever behind Scotty Bowman, went to the Florida Panthers to coach. With Alexander Barkov, who's phenomenal, don't get me wrong. And Huberto, who's really good. Yeah, but he, he was thinking he was going to get traded all year. So, so, Florida Panthers, Chuck Fletcher, what the hell are you doing by letting Joel Quenville sign with the Panthers and then hiring Alevin Yo? Everybody's get- like backing Alevin Yo up now, too. He's if anybody watched him in the city for the past decade plus? So, let me tell you Christ. about Alevin Yo. First-hand experience. <laughs> for five years, I watched this guy. So... This is what I'm going to say to preface. Everybody, like Pat's saying, is like, oh, I mean, he's top 10 in the coaching list, like, of all time. I mean, he must be good. Wrong. Andy Reid. He's Andy Reid. He's worse than Andy Reid. Elaine Vigneault had the Sedin brothers, as you eloquently stated. My favorite player, baby. You know my man, Alexander Burroughs. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> sucks. Get out of here. You know this. Um, and Pat still owes me a four for four because of a bet on our old show about Alex Burroughs in the 2017 playoff. playoff scoring a goal. Didn't, didn't score the game. Oh. Anyway, Alain <laughs> Vigneault has had the Sedin brothers. He has had two generational goalies in their prime. Two, no, the two best goalies ever, John. Probably. 
Like, Realistically, Lung- probably. They're definitely top five. Like, I put Wa and I put Bredore above Lundqvist and Luongo. But they're top five. Oh, top yeah. five. Had both of them in their prime. Had the Luongo was and the he, best goalie. And he almost fucked up that situation by putting Corey Schneider in and fucking ruining Roberto Luongo's confidence in the process. Like, he's a fucking idiot. Elaine Vigneault, what he likes to do. He, on the surface, isn't a horrible coach. But the second, the second he begins to get comfortable, fucking hide your kids, hide your wife. He's going to fuck everything up. He's going <laughs> to trade all your fucking prospects for Tanner Glass. He's going to fucking play Claude Giroux on the fourth fucking line. He's like, say goodbye to fucking Travis Konechny. Like, he's going to be on the fourth line. I'm telling you, by middle of the fucking season, Third Travis Konechny will be on the fourth line. Elaine Vigneault does this. I think the Flyers will make the playoffs next year. Because, like I said, I think Vigneault's first years in places, he generally does a good job. I think they make the playoffs. After that, all bets are fucking off. Because the second he gets comfortable, that's when shit hits the fan. And I... I don't know if there could have been a worse hire for the Flyers. I, dude, I think I him. I agree with you, dude. I literally, as soon as I, I my reaction to the Elaine Vigneault hire by Flyers, phone in my right hand, cross the room into a couch instead of the wall <laughs> because it's already cracked. Phone went across the room approximately 38, 39 miles an hour when I saw Elaine Vigneault was hired by the Flyers. That's the, my reaction. You need to get that on video, Nick. And, Kronk spiked. And you know what my uh, reaction was? I have my He's victory tired, song man. is... Uh, Tequila, like the da 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 yeah, da 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 song. Give me some tequila because I hired Lane Vigneault. I need a whole bottle of tequila <laughs> in my stomach after that hiring. Yeah, and I I put that song on and I danced in a circle while I was screaming. Yeah, the Flyers fucking iron penguin looking ass Lane Vigneault. Yep. They finally fucking did it. Oh, it was so great. Oh, it was so great. Chuck Fletcher and him—they're a perfect match for each other. But Chuck Fletcher and Lane Vigneault. Horrible, horrible, horrible match for the Philadelphia Flyers organization. I mean, look what Chuck Fletcher did with the fucking Minnesota Wild. They're in the middle of fucking hockey purgatory. I mean, yeah, they're, they are. They got, they're garbage. They, they're they have no contracts. prospects. They have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. You're going to get these two guys are going to run the team into the ground, which sucks because Ron Hextall did a – listen, I have a thing. I think nine times out of ten, a former player is a shitty person in management. Jerry West, obviously, is a huge exception to that rule. I think Ron Hextall is an exception to that rule. If the fucking Oilers Oilers are looking for a goalie uh, uh, GM right now, go get Ron Hextall. He's a guy that could fix the fucking mess the Flyers were when he took over for Paul Holmgren, who's now the president, as Pat said. Listen, Paul Holmgren just needs to ship out and move to Saskatchewan and move like move to a cabin and live on a lake and be away from everybody. And- Chuck Fletcher is going to be like Brian Colangelo was for the Sixers. Uh, does he wear a big fucking I don't know if he has too? a big collar, but what he'll do, he's not going to make any major moves that are going to concern you, but it's the work on the fringes. There's going to be so much small things that add up over time that you're going to be like, holy fuck. The Flyers have so many great prospects and such a great talent pool right now. And they're going to find a way to fuck it all up. I'm telling you, <laughs> Shane Gossespierre is gone. He's getting traded. I don't know uh, where he's going. Gossespierre is gone. Which I don't necessarily think is the worst idea considering they have Provorov. I love Phil Myers. Um, they have Robert Haig, who I like a lot. Um, you know, Gossespierre is a good player. But I think they could, you know, get depth other places. Uh, I don't know, man. For you guys that are Flyers fans out there, 
my fucking condolences, but also I'm going to dance on your fucking grave. Yep, I'm going to dance on my own grave too, thinking about it. All right, I'm done with this. I'm done with the Flyers. I'm done getting pissed about it. I think we're done with the show, too. <laughs> done with the show, real quick. What do you got in game seven tonight, Capitals or Hurricanes? Got the Capitals. I'm telling you, I think they're they're riding high with their championship. It's I, different. No. It's different. I'm telling you. Hurricanes? No. no. Justin Mr. Williams. Mr. fucking game seven over here. Justin, Justin Williams. Williams. <laughs> Eric, no. Uh, Rep in the Jordan fucking Stahl. family name. And Jordan Stahl. And uh, I just want to tap on this last night. Uh Congratulations to my winner of the week, the San Jose Sharks, on a hell of a comeback versus those stupid yes. Vegas Knights. That was the best third period of hockey I've, I've never seen, seen anything a, like it. In mm. a long time since the Flyers did it in 2010. And my weasel of the week is Cody Egan for that cross check mm. and giving a five minute major penalty to the, to the Vegas Knights and making them lose the series. It was a unbelievable game. I know, you know, obviously this is a Philly sports podcast, yeah. so please like check that game out. That third period was fucking ridiculous. Yep, obviously Philly sports, but check out the San Jose Sharks and check out the NHL playoffs because it's the best year I've seen since 2015. So this was a lot of fun. This was <laughs> ton of fun. This is ton of fun. Yeah, this is Glad 80, this is All 80 smoke. plus minutes of just pure sports Rants, talk facts, at its best. Reason. Yeah, exactly. You got all of that here. So we're going to be here once a week um, for the foreseeable future. Won't be as long, but we're going to continue to make it at a decent level. But it was the opening show, and we had to kick some ass and break some names. We, we had a lot break of stuff to discuss. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have some more segments on the show coming up. We're going to have guests. We're going to have all the sports talk you know. Follow us on Twitter. We have a brand-new Twitter account. Um, it is... BS and P podcast uh, on Twitter. And then you can follow me. I'm at J A W one, two, two, four. Josh, what's uh, your, my Twitter? Yes. Uh, S A N N underscore C H E Z Z Z Z. And Three Pat, Z's. <laughs> and Pat is like JJ Reddick. He is not on social media. I am on, uh, yeah, some certain social medias. I will be returning my Twitter and reactivating it when I figure out what the password is. <laughs> Catch you next week. Good to hear back from you guys. All right, guys. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>